Thank you both. 738, 22 before 8, Monday morning. That means it's time for Monday Morning Markets with Mark Roser, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, wherein we take a look at the week on Wall Street Ahead. How you doing, Mark? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, you know, I've not checked my 401k. I just realized this as I talked to you in probably six months, and that's probably best. Oh. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, it might be. Avoid the volatility. Avoid the uh, milk and magnesia that you'd otherwise consume. Because I'm not going to retire anyway. So why why even worry about it? <laughs> that's, right. That's right. Not going to do. Don't worry, right? <laughs> that's right. Wouldn't be checking that every day. That, that'll uh, that that's not healthy. Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, yeah, tell but, me what's going to happen this week. I don't. know If you want to talk, let's start with last week. I guess, huh? Yeah, Matter of fact, you know what, Mark? Why don't you take over? Because you're the boss. You, you you're the guy okay. that does this. Go ahead. There you go. Thank you. So tell me, last week, very uneventful. We had some PPI numbers, producer price index, meaning wholesale inflation. It was expected to be up by 0.2%. It was up by 0.3 for a month. Now, if you annualize that, that means wholesale inflation was up 3.6%. So we continue to see signs that we're not seeing the numbers that we saw in the summer when it was just knocking our socks off. That the number hit 9% at, at one point. It, it dropped down to 7%. But it, it seems like what the Fed is doing is working, and they're going to keep going, as we talked about before. But continuing on last week's news before I get too far ahead of myself, we had real, real, which is after it, the inflation effect, real, talk about 401ks, household wealth dropped about 3%. And the companion announcement with that, that was just on the same day, consumer credit was up by $27 billion. So it seems like, and, and this is no surprise, it seems like that you know the inflation of what's going on of late is taking a bite out of people's wealth, 401k balances, savings balances, and causing a little bit of a, a liquidity crisis in the financial institutions. People are taking money. I know we see it here. People are taking a lot of money out of checking and savings, and it's put it's 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 a nationwide issue. Not New Orleans, not just here. It's it's, it's everywhere where where the financial institutions saying we need more liquidity. And, of course, that's part of what the Fed is doing. It's not only raising rates, but it's taking money out of the system. So that's getting to be an uncomfortable set of circumstances here. And and I looked on the Fed's website, speaking of uh, real household wealth and consumer credit, it's right under a trillion dollars right now. The highest that's on, on record, I'm looking back before 2000, year 2000, and we, they have household uh, debt right under a trillion. So people have been – you know, come hell or high water, I want to spend a little money. I want to have a decent holiday See, I don't mind spending some of the money that I have, and they're, they're in essence doing it. And we did on a, on a managing your money side, we're saying, well, if that's revolving debt, you can count on that rate increasing when the Fed is doing its its move. So that's really a troubling combination that the, the household wealth has fallen, but the consumer credit has increased. So what has happened through all that? Well, the Dow – changed about 100 points between Monday and Friday. Why? Everybody's watching for this week. The Fed is going to meet on Tuesday and announce on Wednesday what their plans are. You know what, Mark? All Let's pick it up. Is Let's there. pick it oh, up there. We come back Fed. about the Fed meeting. Yep. We'll yep. take a look at week at the head and continue to talk about uh, consumer credit being uh, up and real household wealth being down. 742, looking at the week ahead on Wall Street. Monday morning markets with Mark. If you have any questions or comments, 504-260-1870. And I'll pass them along when we come back here on WWL. 747 now, 13 before 8, Monday morning markets with Mark Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, talking about the week ahead on Wall Street. And Mark, somebody texted in and asked if you could talk a little bit more 
about the PPI being up and real household wealth down and what that means, I guess, from an economic standpoint and what it looks like to consumers every day. Well, when, whenever an economist, and this is the vernacular that's being reported on MarketWatch, when an economist uses the word real, that means that it's adjusted for inflation. So if, you, if your wealth is at a particular level using the statistic that I was quoting, and inflation is up more than your investment portfolio increased, then you subtract that inflation number and you're going to realize a negative number. And that's where it's, you know, it, it, they kind of given you that as a as a um, as an indicator of well, that that's how high inflation can be, and that's how deteriorating that statistic can be or that that uh, circumstance could be, and it it's it erodes earnings, just you know, it erodes earnings, it erodes purchasing power, it erodes the value of the dollar. I mean, inflation is is uh, quite the monster to tame, and we're seeing that in living color while the Fed is doing its moves in an attempt to do just that, to bring those inflation numbers down. So in the future, or, or better yet, in, in the past, before all this started to happen, you had real wealth increasing because the inflation rate was so low that the hurdle, is sometimes some people call it the hurdle rate, to get over a 2% inflation, that's not such the big task. If the market is up 8 or 9%, you subtract the 2 from that, you've got a real increase there of 7%. So that's like, oh, well, look at my 401k and my balances are going up and it's a happy thought. And, and you get that wealth effect to get in people's life. And, and it's a, it's very calming because you have, uh, you have your wealth increasing and you're watching it grow and you, you, you feel, you know, there, there's a sense of accomplishment there that the, the, your investment choices are really paying you back. If that helps. Mm -hmm. I think it does. So, uh Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, we're going to pick it up with the Fed meeting this week, right? So, yes. So we have CPI numbers coming out. Consumer price index is coming out within the next couple of days while the Fed is meeting. So uh, give us a, uh, an instance of consumer price year over year. That's going to come out tomorrow, and that's expected to be a 7.3% interest or increase within the entire 12 months. So I wanted to pause long enough to just to get get an idea what that's looking like. So within the last 12 months, because you're incorporating those numbers that we saw early in the year that were big. So the numbers, if you average them all together, it's going to be a 7.3%. Now, the regular, not a year over year, the regular consumer price index for November, it's supposed to come in at 0.2% for the month. So if you annualized just November's consumer price index, it's 24 so we have big, very large contrast, but in a very good way. So you've got a 7.3 if you're looking back over the past 12 months. And then if you took last month, and this is what the Fed is watching very closely, if you just took last month and annualized that forward, ideally inflation wouldn't be raising its head much into 2023. Ideally it would be being pulled down because that's what the Fed is trying to do with, in, with entering, increasing consumer rates. So if they see bigger progress, ideally they wouldn't have to be as aggressive going forward. So we've had how many? Six interest rate increases this year, and it brought us up about 3.75%. So Wednesday, the market is anticipating a half a percent. So that'll be up to four and a quarter. So, I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal in 12 months for interest rates, short-term rates to go up 4.25%. And it's just, it creates a drag on 
on everything, creates a drag on the economy. They're trying to destroy demand because that's that's all they can do with the tools that they have. And it's just trying to bring that economy down a bit so we won't have this persistent inflation that have people spending in the uh, in the manner that they did. So, I mean, it just makes it incrementally tougher to buy, especially big ticket items. So you'd see big ticket items, you'd see the sales on those erode first. It's not so much bananas and cereal that we're going to buy anyway. But even if the prices are up, but you, you look at it and get sticker shock off of, you know, try to buy a $40,000 car with a 10% interest rate. Mm-hmm. And that note is distinctly different from just a year or so ago when 2% was a was a um, a fairly typical rate on a five-year car. You know, I don't know if the prices of vehicles ever come down as it relates to inflation, but I, but I was over the weekend just driving past the dealership, so I stopped and looked at a tr- looked at a truck that was kind of nice, and it wasn't that big of a truck. It, it was like the you know how they get the big giant trucks and they got the other yep. trucks. Yeah, it was like fifty nine thousand dollars was the sticker price on this thing, and I just and, and I, you know I don't know if those prices are ever going to come down because I I will never pay sixty thousand dollars for a vehicle. I just can't do it. I won't. Well, what's What's being said now, and maybe one of our listeners knows better, but what I'm being told from the just from a automobile standpoint from the industry that you're walking in and because supplies are a little bit short, you're paying sticker. Mm-hmm. There's no negotiation room. Well, but so even if even if you price, negotiate five down from that, that's that's the, the point that I was making. It's like, well, okay, so it's still a fifty-five thousand dollar truck. Is that what you're telling me? Because, you know, you rounded up, it was 60, 59, 9 is 60. So let's take, okay, I'm going to knock okay. five grand off for you. So that's a well, $55,000 pickup truck. Go ahead. Th- no, that's right. And But but what I'm hearing is that there's not, that negotiation possibility is right now removed. But so if it, but gonna, if it is, and the truck. Like you pay sticker. Right, but if it is and it's you still 55, are those vehicles ever going to come down? Or is that the new the new f- oh, floor? Well, you, you know what's going to happen if. If the sales aren't robust enough to take the inventory off the lot, that's going to write itself when we come back around to the fall of 23, and they've got 23 inventory, and the 24s are trying to come out, and they've got to do something with the remaining inventory because the pressure is from the manufacturer on the dealer to move the existing stock. So how do you do it? You don't keep the, the price at sticker and refuse any deals. I guess that's got to go out the door. I think it's a little early to tell, but I, I do know. But that truck will never come that, down in the economy. That truck will never come down to 45000 or $40,000, will it? Oh, I, well, I, I don't know if you negotiate that much down. No, no, I'm just talking I about mean, the could. price of the vehicle with the oh, with the pr- inflation well, and what was built mm, into it. I don't mm, see where that ever comes down to 40000 again, where that is the new, the new bar is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I think that would be tough. Yeah. I, I think from a from a manufacturer standpoint to, to come that, that that would be a lot. I mean, go from sixty to fifty. That's yeah. uh, that that's a lot of money. Right. To, so to you come down on the manufacturing. So while process. you slow I mean, the yeah, inflation, some of the effects are here to stay. Thank you, Mark. We'll talk to you Friday when we help you manage your money with Mark Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. You can go to jffcu.org, jeffersonfinancial.org, find some great economic calculators there to help you. Time for traffic now, WWL.